0: and prepare to be inspired and awakened to the amazing treasures that you already possess. This is truth that you can handle. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Grace to All with Paul Gray and Randy Childress's With us again, this has been a week since we did it before, but as he mentioned, we're wearing the same clothes that we were a week ago. I don't know if he took a bath or not, but uh, (laughs) once a week, I mean, down in Alabama, that's all you need, isn't it? That's all I need. I don't do any work. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: I know you, for being retired, you do a lot of work. But, Randy, thank you so much for being back again. And I, I won't go into all of Randy's accomplishments and degrees and things like that, because I know most of you heard it last week. But Randy has a great ministry out of Alabama, but it's worldwide, and he's got people he's connected with around the world that are involved in that. And what I'd like to do in this podcast, Randy, if you would, is to to tell us about some of those folks, how you met them, what their kind of specialty or expertise is, and, and what's going on with them.
2: Okay. I remember last time I, I brought up our buddy Paul, mm-hmm. Paul Anp. You know, he's a kind of like our coordinator in Africa now. He's in Nigeria. We have a young man in Cameroon who, uh, actually, we are going to ordain as one of our pastors uh, probably this week. Really, he's actually, a social worker. He works in the social work field in Cameroon, and we have another a lady that's. She's uh, from Cameroon, but she lives in South Korea. And wow. I heard she's there working on a doctorate in some kind of something I can't pronounce. But her and her husband live in, in, in South Korea. She claims that she's affiliated with us. She sends me messages that I post sometimes. But her being like 13 hours, it's hard for us to get together at the same time. But her name is Eunice Okpe, and the fellow in Cameroon is Raymond. Raymond Fupart. Here in the States, we have a old codger named Doug Johansson in Minnesota. He's like me. He's, a, he's retired from GCI. He was with him for many, many years. But I also am friends with him through the Baxter Kruger ministry. We've been on several of those men conferences. Doug he does woodworking, and he's a photographer, and uh, he's a great storyteller and a good speaker. But he connected with me when he retired, and the reason he said he did that, he said he didn't want. He had two two little groups up there close to him in Minnesota, close to, uh, I guess Indianapolis. He lives in a little place called Ramsey, and he he said he didn't want the uh, people that were taking over to feel like he was just coming to uh, scrutinize what they are doing. So he, he connected with me, and he says, what about if I just start jo- joining your group online? He says, for about six months. And I said, right, okay. Right. I said, good, good, great to have you. Well, it's been a year and a half, and I can't get rid of him. <laughs> he actually gave him credentials through our organization, and now he is considered one of our pastors. And uh, he's had in amazing retirement, but he's not retired. And also, you know Keith Stanton in Florida, right? And I went and spent a night with him recently and spoke at his, their ministry to the Refuge as a homeless ministry. Keith is connected with that ministry, but he's also connected with us. Claims he's coming up here soon to visit because, you know, it's not that far a drive from here. So that's Keith Stanton. He claims to be one of ours. And we have a fellow in Indiana called Tom Fallon. Now, Tom is a new guy. Tom is a great guy. He he don't sit still too much. He's moving all the time. But uh, he's real involved in prison, jail, and rehab ministries there. That's how we met. And he claims us as his church as well. And he has certainly helped us out financially and all other kind of ways. He's a... Uh, he and I have kind of a unique story. Years ago, before we met, he was having some problems. And someone came to him and said, well, you know, there's this pastor in Alabama that kind of, that's his thing, the problem he was having. So that's kind of his thing. And they gave him my name, Randy, you know, unusual name. Said so they wrote it on a piece of paper and gave it to him. He said they walked off, and he said he looked at. It. He, he's he's old Jersey boy, born in New Jersey, and uh, of course he lives in Indiana. He said, Randy Childress from Alabama is. I'm not calling. He said he threw it in the trash. He said I suffered another few years, and I finally he finally met. Me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was uh, I helped do a. I, I attended a, a retreat one weekend in uh, Louisiana. And it was really good through a, a organization called Odyssey in Christ uh, that's headed up by Dr. Larry Hinkle, who's a friend of mine. He's a GCI guy, but you know, Larry, Larry's a great guy. They do a lot of stuff. They've done some stuff with us. But he ended up brought him back in contact with me. And Tom it was like, after we got to know each other, he said, you know, he told me the story about throwing my name in the trash. I said, well, let me tell you one better than that. I said, a pastor friend of mine gave me the book called The Shack. And I looked at it the first time. I looked at it and read just kind of a gist of what it was about. And I threw that in the (laughs) (laughs) trash. I'm not reading no junk like that. I said, I'm around enough of them guys in prison. (laughs) So (laughs) I went on for a while and I'm on a trip another conference type thing and I'm in Kentucky and my wife and I I went to this old bookstore I like the smell of old books and I found a an old an audio version of the shack and I saw it and I said <laughs> I remembered the guy giving it to me. I said well I think I'll just I'll listen I said I can always tr- toss it in the trash on the way home and I listened my wife was with me and we were Going down the Blue Ridge Parkway in Kentucky. It's beautiful. You're listening to the shack. Man, I cried all the way home, just about, just about cried all the way home. And my wife's like, Who is this guy? Anyway, that started my love for Paul Young. <laughs> but I thought, but when I told uh, Tom, uh, Tom, I said, Well, you threw my name away. I threw Paul Young's <laughs> book away. So I, got, I upped you on that one. Yeah, one of our guys, let's see if I if i left, uh, yeah, I think that's about it right now. You have anybody on the West Coast? Not anymore. We used to have some, they've come and gone and mm-hmm. just various things moved on, moved yeah. on about other things. Yeah.
0: But uh West Coast, uh, I'm coming. <laughs> well, you got you got a wonderful group of people and uh I know about those other guys, but but I know Keith Stanton. He's a good friend. And like you, I've stayed at his house and spoke at the refuge. And, uh, you know, he and his wife are just wonderful. And their dog, Rosie, is she about ate up everything I had. <laughs> she likes to chew on things. <laughs> but Keith, and Marjorie, they're just great people and I love them. And
2: oh, I would like to mention, like, an off. Awful- You know, our ministry is called Grace Ministries at Rafa. And we are, even though we're located at the Rafa Treatment Center, we're affiliated with them, but we are separate. We're a separate nonprofit, of course. And, of course, I know all of them. But we have a a recovery, call it a recovery group called LMA, Life More Abundant, that myself and some guys put together years ago. It's our version of life. You know, the twelve step program. Mm-hmm. But reason it's different because we spec- specifically ensured that it was Christ centered. Mm-hmm. You don't beat around a bush. We even tell in our in our in our paperwork if, if this is not, you know, what you're looking for, it won't hurt our feelings if you seek elsewhere. Yeah. You know, one I made mean for recovery stuff. Yeah. They have a couple of meetings a week there at at Rafa, and on Zoom, it, well, one guy we met who was referred to me by Mike Zinker a few couple of years ago, uh, who was struggling with some substance abuse. And he clicked with us where he wasn't able to click with some of the traditional self-help groups. I'm a supporter of all of them. Uh, well, most of all of them. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we just, we have a motto. With that group, and it's called "We're all recovering from something," yeah. and uh, that just resonates with some people. You may not, you may not have an issue with alcohol. And you may not have an issue with other types of drugs, but your issue may. I had a guy tell me the other day, uh, uh, a older man who said he had been he listening and been reading. We have a booklet you can get. He <laughs> was reading our little material. And he said, man, it just jumped out to me that I'm, I was, he said, I'm recovering from being a butthole, (laughs) just being a smart alley, Mm. always chopping people up, always, you know, you know, just hurting people verbally. Yeah. And he said, I broke down and started thinking, crying. He said, I read some of your stuff there. And he said, man, this stuff applies to me. Hmm. And that's why we, we talk about it with our LMA group. is It's open to anybody. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, we have a lot of people with substance abuse. But I want to mention it because that's part of our ministry that we, I have, a, if someone wanted to, say, set up one of those kind of meetings in their area, I'd be glad to help them do that. Uh, you know, it's not a money thing. You know, it's just something to help you, you know, you, you self. yourself. If you do it, you self supporting. Only thing I asked is if you're going to use our format, stick to our format. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. I have a booklet I've had printed. It's probably got a typo or two in it. But the first part of the book is the format for conducting a group. The second part of the book is a uh, workbook where someone can actually go through and and work and answer questions for themselves. We have, uh, we have a, we have what we have. We got, we use the traditional 12 steps like having AA, but we've converted them into a Christ center. And then we have uh, what we call victims versus victors. And we have nine statements about that. That one really resonates with people. People come out like you know what, I've I've been living my life as a victim too long, mm-hmm. and that and then we have a, a, what we call seven principles, and that's kind of it. And we have we have a lot of script, you know, a lot of scripture, we have scripture tossed in there. You know, anyway, anybody interested? Obviously, I'd be glad to share that program with you because you know a lot of groups they want to start what they call. You've heard of celebrate recovery, right? I have, and it, guess I need to be careful here because I'm Rick Warren kind of, sort of. He stole it from May and converted it, and then put a copyright on it, and that's how they do it. So there you go. There's my pet peeve with that. He uh, and he sells it and all that stuff, but it's that's not. I'm not saying it's bad program or nothing like that. But a lot of but you'll have big churches that'll grab hold of that and start it as part of their ministry. And and I've seen this happen. They'll grab it and start it and then not know what the heck they're doing.
1: Hmm.
2: They want they like to have it on the resume, but they don't really know what to do. Yeah. I mean it's you need to have somebody affiliated with your ministry. If you're going to do something like that, have somebody kind of knows how to do that. Yeah, that can connect with those people, not just. Well, here's what the book says. You know how good that works. Yeah, you know? and ours is kind of a more laid back format too. You know, mm-hmm. anyway, it's there if anybody's interested, and I send yeah. out meditations every morning on it too.
0: Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for telling us about that. That we are all recovering from something, aren't we? And I, it just it makes me think of. Uh, uh, the Greek word metanoia, which has been wrongly translated repent, uh, but it, it means change our mind. And like like you said, that one fellow, he, he realized he'd been a butthole. Well, he needed to change his mind about that. And we've all got some things, i things that I would describe myself of. I can't say them out loud here because <laughs> they're worse than <laughs> But man, when, when we come to realize that and then realize that, God has always loved us, even when we, <laughs> when our actions uh, weren't good. Our actions sometimes still aren't good. To, to know that uh, He's not mad at us, <laughs> boy, that changes everything, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Uh, I
2: was looking, to try to see if I could find a copy of that, but I will do it some other time. I don't pull it up and let you look at it, but uh, yeah. I would actually like to send you. I'll send you. Yeah, please, please do. I'll, I'll send you a copy. Yeah. You know, thanks. format where you can just print it off or whatever. Yeah, thanks. But, thanks. But yeah, we are. We all got things. Some people, you know, you see them out there every day. They're spending more money than they can afford to spend. You know, whatever. They're doing things that they know that's not good for them. I, t- I, got, I got a unique way. I was talking to the guys at the treatment center yesterday. I just, sometimes I'll go out and they have an area where they're allowed to smoke their cigarettes, of course. I'm an ex-smoker from years ago. Uh, of course, also open heart as and all that too. But and I'll start picking at them about their smoking habit a little bit. And they said, "Well, I said, how'd you how'd you quit, Ring? I said, oh, "You're not gonna believe how I quit." I said, "You know, I was sitting in my little smoking area where I lived at the time. This little quarantined area where I was allowed to smoke in my house, you know." And I was sitting there and I was thinking, these things are killing me. They're not good for me. I know, you know, I'm like everybody else. I know I need to quit. And I got to thinking, it's a true story. I got to thinking, I so I did X number of years in jails, prisons. I've been through a lot of stuff. I've been on the streets. I've lived a rough life. I've never let anybody take my stuff. I never let anybody just run over me. I, I stood up, uh, you know. Now I, I, I endured all that, and stood up, and I said, "I'm letting this cigarette pump me out, and I laid it in the ashtray, and I called Shirley in, her, in there, I handed the ashtray cigarette and lighters. I said, "Here, I'm done." And she said, "You want some nicotine gum?" I said, "Don't mention it again." She stopped and said, "How about the patches?" I said, "I don't want anything. I don't want it. and I haven't touched one since." And so when I said that to those guys, I said, "What well, I want y'all to remember, every time, every time you light a cigarette up, just think I'm a punk." <laughs> I said, "I'm gonna put out here, but I'm gonna put out here for the smoking area. All punks meet here." <laughs> and they all like, "Man, you just got a way of putting things like, man, they're turning red. And they're like,
0: <laughs> oh, that's good." I was listening to Don Keithley last week and uh I won't get this exactly right, but, but what uh he you know, his background well he he went to college and seminary at a Nazarene seminary and then he over time he was involved in different things. But he was talking about when he was a Nazarene, uh, you know, their their one of their mottos was is we don't smoke and we don't chew and we don't go with girls that do and uh, he said, "You know, they literally thought, and he thought that if you smoked, you were going to hell." Well, he he t- he talked about uh, if I if I remember the way he said it was he he uh, uh, ran into somebody from his former Nazarene days who you know wasn't pleased with the way Don was uh, believing now, and the and the person I might not have this exactly right, but the person said, "Person said, uh, are you saying that?" you no longer believe that if somebody smokes, they go to hell. Don said, hell, I don't even believe in hell anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't either. <laughs> it's just like we were, we were talking a while ago. Dang near everything we were taught in religion wasn't true. Yeah, well,
2: what I teach about <laughs> all that in, in at ministry here is God's not mad at you. God's not punishing you. The results of your wrongdoing is punishment enough. Yeah. You're, you're, you're going to get results from your wrong actions. Sure. God's not doing that. That's a result of what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 wage, the wages of sin is death. It's not from God. It's, I, uh, it's uh, from my, my
2: decisions and my poor act, my actions I'm taking.
0: Yeah. and And God still loves us exactly the same includes this is grace covers everything absolutely. whether we quit smoking or not or anything that's else. right
2: absolutely right and that's why i want to say that before before anybody got the wrong idea you know i'll teach them guys about things like that but i also teach them that is not going to condemn you in any way if you choose to continue to do it you're going to probably suffer consequences from it but it's not excluding you because you are not excluded from God. He does not, he don't even know how to exclude that I know of.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is another subject. I, we don't have time enough to talk, go into it deeply, but one of the things, you know, Jesus said one time, uh, uh, this is a hard passage for people. It was for me too, until just recently. But he, he said, uh, you know, away from me, I, I never knew you. And I, I, boy, I always wondered what that meant. And, uh, And then the Lord showed me uh, through, well, through Malcolm Smith and through uh, Peter Hyatt. I I talked to both of them within a week. And they had, the Lord had already spoken to him about this. What Jesus was saying was, I never knew the false you that did these things. I've always only known the real you who is pure and perfect and right with me and set apart for me and without fault. That's the you that I don't, that I know the false you. I don't know that person and that person's not going to be in heaven. uh, Whatever your concept of heaven is, because that person doesn't really exist. That that kind of a different way of looking at that, isn't it?
2: Yes, it is. You know, it's like, like every there, there again, some of the teachings that I've heard from Paul uh, Young and uh, Baxter and different ones, and I put in my own words, I'm like, you know, we. Well, I heard someone tell me this the other day. You know, we were talking about, what something came up about the health thing, how people are so locked into it. He said, Randy, I want you to think about your life. He said, all the stuff you've been through, been through some pretty tough stuff. He said, you, would you not consider that kind of like hell? I'm like, yeah. He says, you know, I have this feeling that we all go through our own version of hell in this life, and it's slowly we're we're being redeemed or restored as this hell is, as we're going through this hell. Yeah. It's different things for different people, and maybe some of us make this, quote, hell tougher on ourselves than others. I don't know about that, but I, I think it's, but you know, the the worst thing that bothers you Still is the worst thing bothers you. And I may think it's nothing. Mm. You know, I, I talk to folks I, uh, that have issues that come up, and somebody else say, Well, that ain't nothing. I said, It is to them. That's a, I said, We don't compare my bad stuff to his bad stuff. Whatever he thinks is the worst stuff's happened to him, that's the worst stuff that he thinks happened to him. Mm. Don't compare it to it for a Tad. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, man, we we and we're going. And I, I That made ever made sense to me when my friend, matter of fact, it was Doug Doug Johansson was talking about it about how he says that you know all this just going to be a burning away, you know, and if mm-hmm. somewhere we're going to step through and it's going to be, you know, even the I know we're probably getting short, but uh, even in the twelve step programs, one of the steps says came to believe that the power greater than ourselves could restore us to wholeness. And I said, listen to what that's saying. Yeah, I believe, and I said, I don't even think that people wrote that know what they're saying, but they're saying some truth there. People, they're being restored. If you're having to be restored to something, that means you were whole at some time. Mm. At one time, when well, you were conceived in your mother's womb, in my opinion, you were pure and whole. And when you were born, because of the outside influences, etc., that purity starts getting defiled and mm-hmm. shaped. And yeah. we wander off, and we wander off doing whatever it is that we decided to do to make us feel that purity again. Make sense? Yeah. And then,
1: yeah. And then we finally realize, dang.
2: I, I'm, when I get this conscious contact, this identity in Christ, when I get that concept down, I'm restored as close as I can in this life to the wholeness that I started out with. Mm. That is A lot of people just don't grasp that right now.
0: Yeah, that's renewing our mind, I think, uh, yep. believing the mind of Christ in us that tells us who, who we've always been. And, and yeah, we don't have time to go into that, but boy, it's sure, sure good to think about it. Randy, as we as we get ready to wrap up here, I'm, I really appreciate you you talking about the your recovery program that you guys have done. Tell, tell people again the name of that and how they can contact you and your ministry.
2: You can look up our ministry on our website at www.trinitariangraceinternational.com. And But you can contact me through email at chaplain, C-H-A-P-L-A-I-N, 170, not my age, <laughs> at gmail.com. That'll come straight to my box. If you'd like to request a, a, a copy of our little recovery program that we've created, it's called LMA, not LMA, like I'm going to clamp But LMA is uh, Life More Abundant. And it's kind of our Christ-centered version of a recovery program. And our motto over that program is we're all included. If you would contact me, I'd certainly be glad to send you a copy of it. And if you'd like to start one in your neighborhood, I mean, all you need is just a room to meet in or at your church or whatever you want to do. Uh, like I say, no charge, but it just asks that you stick by the format of the program if you don't use it. And I think you'll like it once you look at it and see it. But that's how you can get that. And if you just we have on our we have uh, copies of video recordings of our weekly messages on on YouTube under my name Rainy Childress. and also uh, there's a lot of them on our website. Uh, so you know if you like to. Look on there and pick out somebody in particular you like to listen to. We had Paul Young speak for us not long ago. He's spoken for us a couple of times. Steve Young spoken for us, and I'm working on Baxter Kruger. <laughs> but anyway, we're certainly you're welcome, and I know that we are got one thing that Paul brought up that I'm so that I'm happy about too. You got so many choices now. You can listen in with Paul. You can listen in with us. You can listen in with Steve McVeigh's stuff, or you can go. I mean, there's just so much more to choose from now with the our type of, our beliefs and where you don't feel like you're being ostracized by saying, hey, what about this?
0: <laughs> yeah. Ain't that the truth? Well, Randy, it's always great to see you and uh, always a uh, always, uh just a special time in, in my life to get to be with you and talk with you. Of course, I, I, you know, I watch your things and listen to them when I have a chance. And, but uh, to be together and be able to talk, that, that's even more special. So thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks, everybody, for being with us for another edition of Grace to All with Paul Gray, this time with my friend Ranny Chivers. See you all next week. Thank you for listening to Grace to All. For more about us, how we can serve you,